Welcome. You're listening to the Beaver Dam Baptist Church Sunday Sermon Podcast. If you would like more information about Beaver Dam Baptist Church or have questions about today's message, please visit us on the internet at www.bdbc.org. choice of scriptures that are sung out. That's the best kind, not here's how I felt this morning and hope I feel good tomorrow, but here are the scriptures and put them to song. Well, I am uh, deeply grateful to your pastor who uh, had enough confidence that he would invite me to come. I uh, first met Brother Allen shortly after he came here and we got together for lunch and since we've done a ditto about five, six times a year. We don't keep records, and uh, we have a kindred spirit, though mine's a lot older than his, uh, but we have a kindred spirit, and I'm thankful for him and honored that he asked me to come and, and share with you. I, I have for you this morning a word from God. Now, in some of the health, wealth, and prosperity heretics, um, that is um, saying, I've got this revelation I'm going to give to you. Well, I have this revelation that I'm going to give to you that hopefully you already know, but it will serve. The Word of God will serve to meet you right where you are. So if you have a Bible, I invite you to turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And we're going to look at what I believe is probably the most neglected command... In all of Scripture. And so we're only going to look at one verse, though we'll be bringing in lots of other verses as to again, show different facets of this one. But I want to read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. It says, In everything give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I think I said when I first stood up, this is probably one of the most misunderstood and misapplied passages in the Bible. Um, we, we simply take this as when something good happens that we turn around and say, wow, I got twice as much for that thing I had on to, to sell or whatever. And, and thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. you you're, you're, just, you're just so good. And, and so because you are so good to me, I want to give you thanks. Just a minute. That's a very shallow and a very small part of what the Bible means when it talks about giving thanks. I don't want to, I don't want to get too deep here, but, and I can't go too deep because I don't have the capacity to, but let me just tell you a few things about the original language of the New Testament. And, and we're not going to get into detail, and I'm not going to impress you with, you know, Expressing all these words and tell you how they're pronounced. Most of the time, nobody knows anyway. Just say it with confidence. They don't know how to pronounce them either. Um, so I'm going to explain it to you. In the original language of the New Testament, that little two-word phrase, give thanks, is, is what's called a present imperative in the Greek language. Right, let me explain what that means. Present means it's ongoing. It means it's continuing. 
It, it means that there is not an end to it. It is something that has a start, but it, it continues on going. And, and then the word imperative means it's a command. So now, now, read it with that in mind. Let me kind of paraphrase it a little bit. He says, in everything, good things, bad things, sort of good, sort of bad, somewhere in between, I don't even know if they are good or bad, in everything, you are to commanded of God, not an option, no matter how you feel, you are commanded to give thanks. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In tough circumstances, you, you don't usually think of giving thanks as a response when you just heard that your job was being done away with and you don't know how you're going to feed your family. You, you don't think of giving thanks when the doctor says, I'm afraid I have some bad news. You say, well, of course not. Nobody does. Those who understand this text and obey the Lord do. You say, well, that's, that, that would be phony because they don't feel it. Well, I, I want you to see something. This command is not a feeling. It's a command. Jesus said, and through, this is the Apostle Paul writing this scripture, but it's from the Lord. And he says, in everything, in everything. You say, what does that mean in the Greek language? It means everything. It means good things, bad things, neutral things, things you don't know if they're good or bad or not. Yeah, just all things. In everything, give thanks. In everything, there is, in everything there is this attitude toward the Lord that says, Lord, you, all that you do is meant for good. And I trust in you. So in happy times, hurtful times, and even horrible times or pandemic times, we are in everything to give thanks. Now, this command to give thanks is not isolated. This is not just one little, out of the whole Bible, you've got just this one little short verse that talks about it. No, 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 no. I'm going to just do some rapid fire reading, and, and some of these may be up on the, the screens, but if, if not, I can give them to you later. But I'm not even going to comment on these. I just want you to hear how prominent this is. This is not just something that is kind of an out of the way, most people miss it type thing. Just, just listen. Ephesians 5.20. Always giving thanks. For all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, even the Father. Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. And I, I might have a little different translation here that shows up on it, but it, there, there, there's just a little difference that means the same thing. Colossians 2, 6 and 7 says, So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith that you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Colossians 3, 17. Whatever you do, do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. Colossians 4, 2. Devote yourself to prayer, keeping alert, Keeping alert in it in prayer with an attitude of thanksgiving. Hebrews 13.5 Through Him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that give 
thanks to his name. Did you catch how prevalent that is? He says, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, giving thanks. Whatever it is, you're giving thanks, you're turning it to the Lord. This is not some little, some little nice, polite thing to do. This is a command from God to give thanks. In Romans 1, we see the importance of giving thanks from the negative side. It, 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 Paul is detailing in Romans chapter 1 the downward spiral of mankind into sexual perversion, into uh, ultimately in verse 28 he talks about have, being sinners with depraved minds. And he talks about that spiral that keeps going downward. And, 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 and in verse 28 of Romans chapter 1, we see God giving sinners, giving them over to a depraved mind. Now, now where did this spiral start? Romans 1.21. For even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened. What, what brought mankind down into such a spiral of going down, 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 down? They did not honor God or give Him thanks. Now, I hope you're beginning to see that we're dealing with some heavy, heavy stuff when we speak of, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God, God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So giving thanks is not trying to find the silver, silver lining in every cloud. It's not singing, keep on the sunny side of life. This is a command. It is a command when things are hard. It is a command when things are blessed. It is a command in, in our way of looking at blessed. It's a command when everything has fallen completely apart. And so let's examine this one little phrase, this one little verse that says in everything give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Probably the most popular Bible commentary that's ever been published, most people would agree with this, was Matthew, the Matthew Henry commentary. Matthew Henry uh, wrote this in 16, well, he his, I don't know the exact date he wrote it, but he was born in 1662 and died in 1714. And this Puritan, Matthew Henry, wrote something in one of his, in, in, in his commentary that has, I, I read this decades ago, and it's never gone away. Here's what he said. And lest you think he's a little bit on the loopy side, He's not. He's one of the godliest men that ever lived. He said, let me be thankful first. He's, he's talking about he was just robbed. He was robbed, took everything he had. And he said, let me be thankful first because I never was robbed before. Second, although they took my wallet, they didn't take my life. Third, because although they, they, they took my all, it wasn't much. And fourth, because, because it was I who was robbed and not I who robbed. Um, Matthew Henry looked at this and he said, even in, and if you've ever had something stolen from you, you know how that feels. Had your house broken into, you know how that feels. And yet he said, I'm going to give thanks even in the middle of that. This giving of thanks is not just a command. It's not just a, a feeling. It is a command. It is a command. Um, well, I, I, I want to 
Look in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20 for a moment, where it says again, giving thanks for all things in the same name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. Now, let's get a little technical on this, on this little small verse that we're looking at in verse 18 of 1 Thessalonians 5. Let me get a little te technical to you, with you. Um, the Greek preposition here that's translated in 1 Thessalonians 5.18 literally means within. Within. Now, this is important stuff. It has reference to place. It refers to a sphere of action. In other words, it means that in the midst of every circumstance. Now what I'm doing is telling you the same thing. I'm just hitting it from different directions. Just thought I'd let you know that. It means that in the midst of every circumstance, we are to give thanks. Don't pass over that lightning. Wherever you are, whatever you're going through, give thanks to God. You say, but I don't feel thankful. Well, one of the ways that the Lord will work in your life, you see, feelings always follow along. I, I don't find much that, my, when my feelings lead me into stuff, I find it's usually wrong stuff. When the scripture leads me in, then the feelings, many times, not always, come on later. Give thanks to God. You, you, you say, I, don't, I just don't feel it. I just don't feel it. What a, what a prisoner this generation is to what we feel. Really, that's, that's, that's not relevant. That's not what counts. This is, in the Greek language, I said this earlier, let me say it again, it is an imperative. This is a command. Read it again. This is the 18th time I've probably read it. In everything, give thanks. The, the, the language in the Greek is much more precise than English. He's saying this is a command from God. You, you don't have an option. It's not what you feel. It's not how your experience is gone. It's that you are giving him thanks that he is in control. And when, that, when you see that, you can say, Lord, you are working in this, and I want to cooperate with you. And so I give you thanks. Now, the commandment is that we give thanks in any situation. Um, someone put it this way. Our Lord never has to say, uh-oh. And so when we're going through tough times, when we're in a situation that we don't understand, and all of us have been there, we looked at God, we looked at God and we say, Lord, I, this hurts. But I want to give you thanks for what you're doing through it. I give you things. You've commanded me to do that and I am obeying. Lord, my emotions hadn't caught up yet, but I'm not going to be controlled by them. And even if I have to grit my teeth, I'm going to say, Lord, I choose to thank you. Not that some evil happened, not that some bad happened, but I thank you that because you have allowed it, you are doing work in my life that this is the way you've chosen that I'm going to learn it best. Now, when, when you see it that way, you begin to understand what he's saying when he says, in everything, give thanks. And you can give him thanks because he never makes a mistake. He never has to say, uh-oh. He is sovereign. A little while before, before I retired, which uh, almost a year now, um, I was, I, I was visiting a, a church member at um, Tenova North Hospital. And I don't even remember who the church member was now, but uh, anyway, I parked on the parking lot, 
got out, went in, made the visit. When I came back, I discovered that someone had left me an unwanted gift. Um, they had run into my truck and caved the whole right rear uh, quarter panel, just crushed it in. I like my truck. <laughs> I, 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 I never had a truck before. Did I have a truck before? I don't think so. How can you be a manly man and not have a truck? Well, fortunately, my, I, I was given one. Uh, when, when my dad died, he left it to me as well. It's, it's like it had 13,000 miles on it. It's all it had. It was like, I love my truck. They messed it up. They just put a big dent in it. Probably they were doing something like the guy that everybody saw him. It was, it was a busy parking lot and everybody saw him. And, and so he went over and got a little thing out to write on it. They said, oh, good. He's, and, and he wrote on the little card and stuff on the windshield. He says, everybody is looking at me, thinks I'm leaving you my name and number, but I'm not. And he put it on the windshield. Um, well, they didn't leave me even that. They messed up my truck. And um, that really hurt. And, and so I stewed on that for days. Oh, you know, and I think, what can I do? And I thought, maybe I could hang out. I looked at the cars around and see if there were any. It would have obviously left some scratches on the other one, and they, they were gone, long gone. And um, one day, it was this, this truth that the Lord just sort of smoked me with in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. You know what I did? I gave thanks. I said, Lord, oh, gee, Lord, thank you. I want to learn what you got for me to learn from this. Maybe I love my truck too much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the fact that the truck got bashed in. Um, I repented, prayed for the offender, knowing I wasn't praying those imprecatory songs where they says they throw rocks and throw and all that. I pray the Lord would work in their life and bring them to a place of repentance. And um, now you say, okay, tell us the good part of the story. I never heard a word from anybody. In fact, if you go right out there this morning, you'll see my Chevy Silverado with a big old huge dent in the side of it. And it's a reminder to me that God is sovereign and we're not to love stuff too much. And so, in everything, give thanks. In the midst of a pandemic that we're in, you give thanks. It doesn't say here, give thanks for. It says, give thanks in. And that's very, and it's, it's even more uh, visible, and you see that in the original language than even in, in English, but it's, it's, it's there in, in English also. It's, it's in everything, in while going through everything. Give thanks. Give thanks, because God is causing all things to work together for His good and for for our good and His glory. Well, I want you to see, secondly, the root of this command is in the sovereignty, wisdom, and goodness of God. This command has its root in the sovereignty, wisdom, and goodness of God. When we give thanks in everything, we're acknowledging and affirming that God is sovereign over everything. Over everything. Not the little sparrow even falls to the ground that he is not aware of. Nothing happens apart from his causing or allowing. And what he causes or allows is rooted in his wisdom and his goodness. 
We can't always figure that out. But that's the message of Scripture and that is truth. And because God is sovereign and because God is good and because God is wise, we can give Him thanks in whatever situation we face. We can give Him thanks no matter the pain, how perplexing it is, no matter how difficult it may be. Another passage that affirms and gives a great foundation for this command that we see in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Here's another one that says basically the same thing. It's a little broader. Romans 8, 28 and 29. These are my two favorite verses in all the Bible. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love Him. To those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to become conformed to the image of His Son, so that He would be firstborn among many brethren. Sometimes we're able to see and understand how He's working it together for good, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it takes a long time. But we, by faith, look and say, well, if you have allowed this, I don't want to miss anything from it. I, I, as if, if you, listen, if you live in this world long enough, you're going to go through a lot of trials. And, and I've been through my share. And many of the, the people with some gray in their hair or don't have any hair, you've been through some times like this. And, and sometimes you say, well, one day I'll understand it. Maybe not. You say, well, when I get to heaven, I will. No, you'll be so amazed at the glory. You'll never think of that. Um, you trust Him. You trust Him. Um, 1 Thessalonians, and I just read this passage in 1 Thessalonians uh, 5, uh, 18, is actually, I said this earlier, but I want to say it again, it's an imperative. It is a command. And it is, it, it is one thing to give Him, I'm saying the same thing here intentionally. I want you to get it. It's one thing to give Him thanks when the test says, we have good news for you. The cancer is gone. When we hear we've got the scholarship. However, we're also to give thanks when the doctor says, I'm afraid I have some bad news. We're also to give thanks when an unwanted divorce comes and the pain comes out of that. Again, he doesn't tell us give thanks for, for sin, things that... He's giving thanks in this situation for what God is going to do. Now, are you willing to be in the painful circumstance that you're in? And are you willing to pray something like this? Father, I, I believe you allowed this. Even if it in, involves somebody else's sin, you allowed it to happen. You could have struck them dead before it happened. You didn't cause it. I choose to thank you that in this circumstance that you are using it to conform me to the likeness of Christ. And I refuse to get bitter. I refuse to get angry. I refuse to start blaming. I refuse to turn my back on you. But use this for your glory to draw me to Christ. Corey Ten Boom. I hope you've read her stuff. If you haven't, it's worth reading. Corey Ten Boom uh, in her book, The Hiding Place. Tells about an experience in one of the Nazi uh, prison camps where she and her sister Betsy were incarcerated because they were helping the Jews escape from the Nazis. And um, 
After a time in the prison camp, they were, they were transferred to another prison. And upon entering their new barracks, immediately they were bitten by fleas. There were fleas everywhere. In the, in the beds where they slept, the bunks, there, there were just fleas everywhere. And um, Betsy, the older sister, and Corey, they were reading. And they were reading this path, this verse. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. And, and Betsy suggested that they stop and give thanks to God for what He was doing uh, in, in allowing them to, um, to go through this. And Corey said, I'm not giving Him thanks for fleas. They're irritating. They hurt. They, yeah, I'm not going to give Him thanks for that. And so Betsy, who was a little more spiritually mature, was patient with her younger sister. She kept praying, and eventually Corey came around and repented, and she thanked God for the fleas. And then, during the months in that prison camp, they were shocked at how they used to, in the other places, they came bursting in and, and, and checking everything and bringing about discipline and, and all kinds of horrible things happening, and they pretty been much pretty much been left alone. And one of the guards finally shared, he says, we don't go in there. He says, there's so many fleas, we're not about to go in there. And so, for several months, the Word of God flowed freely in a Nazi prison camp. You see what you miss when you only thank God for what makes you feel good? Well, the refusal to obey this command bears some, some serious consequences. Um, if we're unwilling to give thanks in everything, then we become frustrated, bitter, angry, fruitless people. Boy, I'm having flashes of people come into my head like that. Who I know. Listen, if you allow tough circumstances to bring you into bitterness, God cannot use you. And if you really belong to Him, He will bring His discipline upon you to bring you to brokenness. A bitter Christian is an oxymoron. They can't go together. Well, we read... And that explains why God so harshly dealt with complaining in the, in the Old Testament. Have you ever noticed how God just didn't put up with complaining? Here's one I don't think the, the same translation, but it's, it's, it's still, you get it, just listen to it. Numbers 11.1. 1. Now the people complained about their hardships in the hearing of the Lord. And when he heard them, his anger was aroused. Then fire from the Lord burned among them and consumed some of them on the outskirts of the camp. In other words, God says, and you know the rest of that story, and eventually all those who were uh, 20 years old and, and older, with just a couple of few exceptions, died in the wilderness because of their complaining. Uh, the refusal to obey this command carries very serious consequences. And finally, the results of obeying this command are life-changing. Let me look one more time at the risk of it really boring you by going over and over the same thing. I want you to sure you get it. Let's look at the extended paraphrase. And this is something that that I just, this is a paraphrase. Okay, paraphrases can be a little helpful, but they're not the Word of God. But this is taking the Word and putting it into paraphrase. So listen. This is 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In the middle of every circumstance, give thanks by faith, because we know that our sovereign loving God has allowed or caused this circumstance to bring about His glory and our joyful conformity to the likeness of Christ. This thanksgiving is always the will of God 
in Christ Jesus for every one of his children. Well, this thing of giving thanks is real. It's not some kind of uh, little formula, but it is true. And so when things are good, as we call them good, and when things are bad, as we call bad, we give him thanks. And in doing that, we've pleased him. And in doing that, we learn to see him as the source of our joy, not stuff or other people. I suspect there's some who may be here who have gotten bitter. And you say, but you don't know how bad it was. I probably don't. But God does. And if you know him, he has allowed it for a purpose. You say, I had one person say, well, if that's the kind of God he is, I don't want him. And I said, well, he loves you. And if you ever did know him, he will draw you back and continue until you're broken before him. And I would say to you, deal with this by saying, Lord, I don't feel thankful. But I am thankful because of what you do through this for your glory. Let's pray together. Father, I am amazed at your goodness. I'm amazed at your care for us. And Lord, you love us too much to let us just wallow around in comfortable circumstances where we begin to think we're pretty much really, we're so, we're really something. So Lord, you allow us to be broken because you love using broken vessels. You use us to go through hard times and to realize you are sufficient even in the hard times. So Father, I pray that you would apply this to the hearts of your people. In Jesus' name, amen.